What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Hook One Pod. Hey, we're here sitting in our little corner in Marine City at Hook One Bait and Tackle. I'm Pete. And I'm um, Louie. Louie, what are we talking about today? Uh, basically, the life of working at a bait shop and everything that goes on behind the scenes with it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, we've been at it for a long, it seems like, what, seven months now? Eight months? Yeah, like seven or eight months. And it's been super eye-opening. I'd actually, I think we're going to do one of these shows um, once a year because I think it'd be hilarious. Maybe even every couple months, every six months or so, I think it'd be funny to watch as our perspective changes and the more things that we learn and get to talk about. I think you guys will be uh, interested kind of what goes on kind of behind the scenes and what we do while we're here and what we do when it's pouring rain out and there's really no fish to be caught. So. Stay tuned if that sounds interesting because I know we'll have some laughing and a more casual episode today. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. So, Louis, what, from your perspective, because we don't talk about it a lot, what's it like being, what are you, 19 now? 20? Yeah, 19. 19? 19. Okay. <laughs> what's it like being 19 years old and just working full-time in a bait shop? I mean, it's got to be pretty badass. I kind of get to see what goes on and, and stuff. It's something that I really would have liked to do when I was 19 years old, but what's it like? Uh, yeah, it's something that, um, obviously it was like my dream when I was a little kid to eventually charter and work at a base shop doing something I like, but it really is eye opening seeing like all the different techniques that people do in the river. Um, all the stuff people come in and buy and tell me how they're using it. And there's been some strange things that go on that people buy and ask for and that I never would have really thought about. But it's definitely pretty cool living the dream and kind of just being here. Yeah, it's funny because it's like, you know, living the dream, working at a bait shop in Marine City, Michigan, like that, that wasn't like, I guess, my ideal dream, right? Like you think about it, but Honestly, where I'm at and what we're doing now, I think it's pretty fun. And I really uh, am, am surprised at all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes of the bait shop. Just, you know, in terms of trying to get in like rods and reels, say, or, you know, putting custom baits on the shelves, getting stuff in here that's unique. You know what I mean? Every bait shop has to have something that keeps them different. And obviously our river is super unique. So we get to have a lot of that niche stuff. Um, well, you know, pencil plugs and all sorts of whipping lures. We got the customer palas and stuff like that. And that's always fun to have, but it's just been eye-opening. Live bait, um, all the moving pieces, you know what I mean? All, yeah. all the people that play the game that, that make it work. And it's, there are some awesome people out there. Yeah, it's, it's definitely cool. I mean, we have like weights down from three quarter of an ounce all the way up to three pounds. And, we had people come in all the time and like, what do you guys have three pound weights or two pound weights for? And I'm like, I just look at them and I'm like, go to port here on and you'll find out. I, that's really all I have to say when they say that. But I never really thought we'd be carrying anything like that. But it's honestly pretty more popular than I thought it was. Yeah, that's that's actually funny you say that. There's actually a lot of things in here that I was like, no, we're never going to carry that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and and all of a sudden, before you know it, it's a necessity. But I think you hit it on the head because we, you know, you fish your certain style. You're always, like, begging me to get spy baits and that kind of stupid shit in here. <laughs> but it's like, 
honestly, it'd be cool to have in here one day, but you got to do the necessities and, and take care of what's important first. But like you said, you'll have one guy come in and it's like, what do you have three pound weights in here for? And then while he's in here shopping, someone comes in and they're like, Hey, do you have any three pound weights? Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool to uh, just see there's two completely different ends of the spectrum. There's people that go as light as they can. And then people that feel they have to throw an entire car out there. So their bait doesn't move, but it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to see both sides of it. It all depends where you're at and what you're doing. Yeah. Like something that is super shocking to me is I was so focused on getting all this stuff in here. That's river specific. Right. I never realized how many people came in because they fish ponds. Like they just hop around a pond yeah. hop and they're fishing bass or they're just um, sitting in the canals fishing, you know, and that's, that's just something that I overlooked, but that's like a backbone. you know. And I just think it's funny that it's like, I never would have imagined getting that in here or I would have maybe once we got to a certain point, but I was wrong, completely wrong. Like that's something you got to do. And we've gotten such cool feedback from all of our customers because we still have so much more room to grow, right? We still got to get musky stuff in here. We just started getting some salmon stuff in here. Anything that swims in the river, we're going to have to where you can get to it. But obviously it's a slow process, which has that been interesting to you to kind of watch how, I mean, it's, it's grown fast, but also it is taking, like, it's tough, man. Yeah. Especially with COVID it's, I feel like it makes it 10 times harder to get at anything. Um, we constantly have people in here like asking for more reels or, more line, different palm line, and I'm constantly telling Pete we need more spinning reels or we need more this line or that bait. And he's like, dude, he's like, I've been trying for the past month. Everybody's out of stock. And it's kind of that aspect of it because you people come in and like, oh, they're just out of stock. No, everybody's out of stock. You're not going to find it anywhere. And if you do, you might as well buy all of them because you're not going to see it for a long time. Dude, and that's the problem. Like, there's just nothing out there. Like, you go, you get an email from uh, a website, and you'll go on there, you know, and you'll put in an order, and it's all out of stock. Or you'll go to add it to your cart, and there's no inventory. And it's just tough. And it's like, when it is in inventory, it's gone. So yeah. you got to be the first one to know about it. And where we're at, you know, small fish in a big pond, man, we're a brand new bait shop, super super small, super specialized, um, as far as I'm concerned, kind of where we're at. And it's like, you know, if you can jump on it, jump on it. And like I said, there's been some awesome people out there that help us out. And there's some, there's some really good guys that are local, you know, that can take care of you for the most part, but just trying to get this stuff on the national level, like Rapala and stuff, they don't even take you on as a spot, like as a distributor. Yeah. They don't have any stock. No, I am. Um, all the guys that take care of us are, kind of helping us right now, keeping us alive. But like, for example, you know, I, I had a, um, Frank came up to me and he, he wanted musky trolling stuff. So like, we're trying to get Dakota 700s and trolling rods and, and all that stuff. There's not a Dakota 700 to be found. No. Anywhere. No. You can go on, on any of the, the, the main sites, any of the distributors. I mean, they're not anywhere to be found line, like heavy, heavy monofilament line. That stuff's been hard to find. Trolling rods, you know, there's a lot of people around the country that like to troll. So it's like that stuff's been hard to find. Um, By the way, shout out Grizzly Man Outdoors. Troll up the muskies. Um, (laughs) But, no, seriously, it's it's crazy to me. Everything from, you know, the smallest of baits up to the largest of reels, 
It's just been tough to find. But anyway, enough about the in inventory shortage. Nobody really gives a shit. Yeah. Um, we'll get it on the shelf. Don't worry. <laughs> but aside from that, it has been super cool. Even from, you know, beginning fishermen or guys that never fish in the area, I've learned so much. Just, just the way they break stuff down or the way they fish. I think just being in here has taught me so much about like going out there and finding success. That's been super cool. Yeah, I just got into muskie fishing this year, and there's definitely some people that I met through the shop that I would have never met uh, really like any other place or any no, other No, there's way. no way. I mean, maybe if you pass them at the bowl yeah. launch, but they're not going to talk to you. No. So I'm really thankful that I met those people. They've helped me a lot. And even when I'm, I'm out there struggling, like I give somebody a phone call, I've met a lot of new people or – you make connections on the water you kind of all help each other and it just made fishing so much easier it makes it a lot more fun knowing you got a bunch of buddies out there and you kind of all relying on each other and it's always a mini competition between you but it all goes back to just meeting new people at the shop and helping each other out essentially just growing relationships you know with everybody yeah it's cool because there's not a lot of you know there's some good shops up north of us um, import here on there. And there's a couple shops south of us, but there's really, you know, not many of us along the river. And it's just been super cool. Like the fishermen, how, how grateful they are, but how grateful we are to them. Like, you know, they love us being here because we can help them get their stuff, but we love them being here because they're helping us pay the bills. But I think that's just been super cool in general. And I, I love the fact that we can, um, you know, continue to grow our charter operation. Like, you know, you're going to captain's class, which you better not fail. Um, <laughs> and then obviously you're still going to have some trips to run with me and stuff before you get out there. But it's going to be cool that, you know, there's not many places where you can really pull your boat up to. And I thought that was such a cool opportunity that we had when I, when I was able to get a hold of this place. Yeah. It's always cool to see people come in by their car and like, Oh, I didn't know I could pull up by the boat or I didn't know we could dock our boat here. It's easier to pull up by boat. Yeah. I always tell people, you can come up by boat, come up by boat. It looks a lot cooler for us, and it's a lot easier for you, so it's a win-win. But it's cool, man. Like, the fish cleaning station's out there. We got the banner hung. We got the fish board up where you hang the fish off a nail. I mean, it's like that's what I talk about, like, building the culture. Like, that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's Fishing is so popular. Everybody loves it. You know what I mean? Yeah. People go out and they love it. Now, not everybody likes touching the worm or, no. taking, the or taking the fish off the hook. But spending time outside, spending time on the water or on shore next to the water is unbeatable. And a lot of people learn that over COVID. Yeah. One cool thing that you kind of get to see what goes on and setting up and what goes on during, before, and after is a seminar that we did earlier in the year. Um, we're definitely going to have more. And even like events that we're going to end up doing on the dock, probably not this year, but hopefully next year it's cool to see how they come from like just a thought to all right let's actually make it happen let's set a date and then to see people actually show up and enjoy it and see it be a success it's it's pretty cool yeah it's it's easy to have ideas i mean we're always throwing ideas back and forth when we pass each other hey let's do this hey let's do that and then it doesn't get done because it's an idea you know what i mean but yeah. then there's like times where you come up with a good idea and you're like, hey, let's, you know, let's put this down and let's do that date. Like you said, we did that seminar this fall. It's been tough. 
honestly, it's been tough to even try and plan anything this year because we've been so focused on like getting the shop where we want it to be. You know what I mean? And even next year we'll be doing, um, there'll be more events, but it's going to be hard to, to do everything that we want. Yeah. But I mean, two years from down the road, it's not unrealistic. Like there will be tournaments, there will be walleye leagues. Yeah. Um, there will be kids, like there will be stuff for the kids camps, like to get them, to get kids out here to have that opportunity. I mean, we never, you, you, I guess were lucky enough to do it in high school. Yeah. Um, but I was never, like, I never had that opportunity. There was nothing like that for me. And if I would have got into that sooner, dude, I'd be catching way more fish than you. I already do. Yeah, I don't know about that. But you know what I mean? Seriously, like just to get kids out there and tie hooks and yeah. learn about safety, learn about life jackets, learn how to cast, like why, you know, obviously it can't get too complicated, and that's why we got all the little bluegills out there. Yeah. But, but at least it gets them doing something. And like the walleye leagues, you know, that's cool. Get Getting people here once a week to go out and fish in the seminars. But it's just about bringing around – like-minded people and, and people that like to fish because that's who we want to talk to. Yeah. Uh, a lot of my buddies work at like other shops not related to fishing. And I mean, they're always complaining about the people that come in and they're never having a good day or, you know, something along those lines. And I'm like, how would you guys want to do that? Like everybody that comes in, we all have one thing in mind and it's usually fishing. And I mean, it's hard to not get along with somebody when they come into a fishing shop because as soon as you walk into a fishing shop, you're, it automatically puts you in a good mood. I mean, Dude, at, 100%. Least me, at least for me, at least. A hundred percent. Like at, at the restaurant, so at my other job at the restaurant, like you're always dealing with, um, you're always dealing with people and 90% of the people are awesome, but there's always like some people yeah. that are hard to deal with. And being at the restaurant, I mean, it, it's a little different, but being at the base shop, you know, even if someone comes in and they don't really want to communicate or they don't want to talk too much, you can tell, you can ask them, hey, how's your season been this year? Yeah. Boom. Uh, you're, you found common ground because you're going to start talking about catching fish. You know yeah. what I mean? And nine times out of 10, we always, 10 times out of 10, we're always leaving with a smile. And I love that about this. Like people come in in a good mood. They want to go fishing. They're excited about it. You know what I mean? And and I'm excited to talk about it because I have nothing. What else am I going to do? Yeah. Uh, it's cool to see people that know what they're doing and come in and know exactly what they're looking for. And you can talk to them about how the fishing has been, where they think the season's going to go, how it's changed from past years, whatever. I've had people staying here for like three hours and all we've done is talk and they forget what they came in here to buy. Yeah, they end up leaving and not even yeah. spending any money, but it, they're like, I forgot what I came here for. And it's like, ah, yeah. we'll, see, we'll see you the next day. But it, that, I mean, that's the stories you hear is so badass. Or you have people that come in and they're just getting into fishing and they're asking you all these questions on what they should do, what they should throw, where they should fish. And I mean, you're walking into a bait shop, you all have common ground and there's really... It, it makes everything happy. Yeah. And it's like you said, I mean, there's people that come in and they walk right to the shelf. Boom. I need three quarter ounce blue ice. Yeah. I need blue ice uh, finesse. I'm out of here. Yeah. There's other guys that come in and they're like, I didn't even know you were a bait shop. Oh, all the time. look around all the time. Hang out. We're going to be here anyway. <laughs> oh yeah. But it is sweet. And then there's guys that come in and they have, no intentions on the tackle, right? They walk right to the cooler. They walk right to the bait tank. Boom, yeah. give me my lay bait and get out. Great day. Good luck to you. Let us know how it goes. Oh, yeah. And it is cool because 
it's really funny to me when you talk to somebody one-on-one they'll never tell you where they're fishing they'll never tell you their fishing spot no but when that when those guys come into the bait shop (laughs) and you say hi i was fishing oh they love telling you how good fishing was. oh yeah and it's awesome it's it's super cool because that's what lets us you know give out our fishing reports and help other people catch fish because you know just as well as i do nobody's giving away their spot no like their spot but it's Hey, you know, we found them in 35 foot of water doing this. Hey, we found them in 17 foot of water doing this. Yeah. And that's cool because they know that if they come in here with a question, I'm going to give them an honest answer. Yeah. So when they come back in here and give us honest feedback, that's amazing because that just, hey, completes the circle. It just keeps going. Yeah. There's always guys that come in here. I mean, there's guys that come in here that I know are sticks and it's cool to bounce ideas off of them just to, uh, I mean, kind of see what they're doing, how they're fishing, what they're catching. And, I mean, it's just, it's cool to see how other people are catching fish. And you already search. said that. Yeah, different times of year. What is one thing, like, that you can't wait to get done because of the shop? So, like, if you wouldn't be doing this, you wouldn't be able to do it. Does that make sense? Like for me, it's I cannot wait to go to ICAST. Yeah. I can't wait to get that that pass that gets me into ICAST so I can see all the new stuff coming out, all that new stuff dropping that. I mean, you can get passes and stuff like that. I know a lot of people that do, but now we can actually do it like for hook one. Like we get to go yeah. and and be part of what we're trying to grow here. And like I'm super excited for that. Is there anything that's like exciting for you like that? Like even charter wise? Um Definitely chartering because if I wasn't doing that bait shop, I wouldn't be in the charter world. But I think ICAST is a pretty big one. It's always been something that I've always wanted to go to since I was a kid. And I never really had a reason to go to, but I'd always be drooling when people would post pictures about it. They'd be seeing the new baits before they came out like eight months down the road or 10 months down the road. And you kind of get like an inside view. There's a lot of stuff that goes on at ICAST that the outside world doesn't get to see. And it's it's going to be cool to kind of experience it from the, like the, let me think, like the, a dealer's point of view. Right, for sure. And it's, it is cool because, man, it's crazy how fast technology, like in the fishing industry is changing, like reels. And a lot of like your average fishermen don't realize that because it just changes every year and yeah. it changes so fast. But that's what I'm excited to be here for is because when guys come in with questions, you know, we pride ourselves in having answers. Yeah. And so we're learning as they're learning, but the, the want is there, you know, they want to know why is this real this much money and why is it this much money or, yeah. you know, why does my Shimano have the CI four? why is it got this logo and not this logo? And it's like, you know, if you don't, if you don't really pay attention to it, there's a lot of stuff that I got that I don't really pay attention to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I got like a little perch rod, a little reel or whatever, but then there's other stuff that's like, and you're the same way as I am like, Hey, this has got to be great. Like we, we have yeah. some expensive combos, man, but we take pride in that stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot of anglers out there that do. Yeah. I'm kind of picky about my stuff. Oh my so. God. Picky. So when people are like, well, why'd you buy this? Like, do you really want me to go in depth about it? Or? This guy, listen, everybody out there, this guy, Louis, is the most 
OCD person I have ever met. <laughs> if I want a bait wall, if I want my baits organized on the wall, I'll start putting the blue ones and purple ones together. Oh, and then I'll God. come back, I'll come back to work and the whole wall is organized. So when he says he's picky, he's lying. He is OCD. And it is, it is very funny to see in the tackle shop business because, you know, that's another thing. It's like, people are like, what do you do? And you just like sit around, you know, it's the bait shops always got to get cleaned up and tidied yeah. up. Like we take a lot of pride in that. You, I hate when it walks in here and it stinks. Yeah. I hate when we walk in here and like Finn's dog hair is everywhere and stuff yeah. like that. And it happens, but you know, take some pride in it. And that's like one thing that it, do, it does crack me up. That's how I figured out about the OCD, but <laughs> um, you know, have a clean shop and have this thing looking good. And if you're not doing it, I'm on you. Yeah. Or people come in and they're like, why are you on your phone? Like, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. And I'm like, well, kind of looking to see what's new so it's in here. So you guys aren't complaining when it's not not in here. You guys are asking where it's at. But I'm always on Tackle Warehouse looking for new stuff, new things that come out. Or like new new concepts that are like out for release, but you can't buy them yet. And I'm always sending them to Pete. And I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? Or throwing baits at them or throwing rods at them. Like kind of the the new, the like the like the new, the like greatest and greatest technology out there. But what's funny about that is like we we stay on top of that and we try so hard to stay on top of that. But at the same time, it's bottom bouncers yeah. that are producing. It's jig heads that are producing. It's the stuff that people have been doing hand lining. Yeah. Uh, drifting. And for all the for, for all those of you out there bleh, that want to listen to hand lining and they're interested, like, what is hand lining? Or you want to hear more about it? Uh, we've got a really cool guest coming up where we are going to touch on some hand lining. So stay tuned for that. Um, but that's like one of the oldest. I mean, there's videos from the 50s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of guys out there just putting along, hand lining. And it, it's so cool to see that stuff. And that's what's awesome is as as new of the technology as we have in here, we've also got a, a Victoria trolling box here from like the forties. Yeah. So it's, it's like, and if you still went out there, that would still catch fish. Oh yeah. And that's the beauty of it. Like the antiques, the antiques are just as valuable. And I shouldn't even say antiques, but the old gear can be just as valuable as the newer stuff coming out. Oh yeah. We try and, I mean, have the newest stuff out here, but there's always going to be guys that come in here like, the night stalkers became pretty popular this year, but there's always going to be those older guys that want the wooden ones. They won't use the night stalker. They got to use their older rod and reel, and nothing against them because they probably catch more fish than we do. But OCD, yeah, it's you know what I mean. It, it's you get you get guys that come in here and they won't touch the plastic ones, and then you got guys that come in here and they won't touch the wood ones. Yeah, and we're the hey man, let's be honest, we're the exact same way. We'll oh, walk yeah. in, we'll walk into a store and there's stuff that we're going to buy and there's stuff that we're not going to buy because we're just as weird as the next guy. Yeah, it's exactly how it goes. Everybody's got their own way of doing it. And not to say that one guy's wrong, one guy's right, because they both catch fish. It's just preference. Preference and confidence. Yeah. Preference and confidence. But it's definitely been awesome um, being a part of it. And I think a lot of it helps to be in, like, in a small community like this. You yeah. know, like – we, we're really close with a lot of the guys that fish out there. And a lot of the guys, you know, small town community, they help each other out. So they know, you know, we're trying to make it. And we know that they're trying to make it. And 
like the small, the small community part of it's super cool. If, if you guys out there listening, like haven't been to the St. Clair river or Lake St. Clair, I highly suggest coming down the thumb, the Eastern coast on the thumb, honestly, all the way up into Lake Huron is absolutely beautiful. There's great fishing usually all year round. Um, and if you don't know if there's good fishing, give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, like for, for those of you out there that are listening that don't know where we're at, I highly suggest checking it out. Like the St. Clair River, Lake St. Clair area. Um, we're fortunate enough to grow up here. Yeah. To be honest with you, you know, we sat down and talked with Joe. Joe moved all the way over here from the west side of the state just to fish Lake St. Clair and guide for smallmouth bass. Like we were raised in it. Well, we have basically one of the best walleye fisheries. Basic, I would say in the world. I mean, we have Lake Erie just south of us, and then we have Saginaw Bay, Lake Huron, just to the north of us. And we're, all the way from yeah from Saginaw Bay to Erie. All the, I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable. And we're we're right in between, so we get you. I mean, you want to make a three-hour drive, you can go down to Lake Erie. You want to make a three-hour, not even three hours, like two and a half. You're up at the Saginaw River, the Saginaw Bay. You can do anything you want to and go to one of the best fisheries within a three-hour drive basically 360 of us even when like you want to go jig kings and stuff like that it's three and a half yeah to the west side and you're fishing kings so it's like just about any fish that you want to catch in the great lakes i mean aside from big browns which Uh, makes me sad i wish we had big browns but um anything you know that you want to catch around here is is in a reachable distance. I mean, we've done day trips, man. Leave at midnight, get over there at 3.30, 4 a.m., take a nap, shine your baits, yeah. get out on the water, and it's like, you know, you're done fishing. You get home by 9 o'clock. It's a long day, but you can't really do that. Any, I mean, there's places, I will say, there's some very good fishing in Wisconsin, like Green Bay area, yeah. where you can, like, head over to Lake Michigan. And the salmon and trout over there is just stupid. Yeah. I mean, that fishing over there is amazing. Um big fish and the numbers over there are nuts. So there's other great fisheries. I mean, but where we're at, especially like being in the middle, you don't, you don't get that many other places. Like you said, in the country, no, not freshwater. No. Um, Lake Erie, you can go catch monster walleye all year long. Um, I mean, there's also big smallmouth in there. Then you go like an hour and a half up here in Lake St. Clair and I mean, the Detroit River is in between both of them, so it's always going to hold big smallmouth and big walleye. And you come up here, we always have good smallmouth fishing for the most part. Depends what time of year it is, but they're usually always here. <laughs> they're always here. Depends what time of the year it is. They're always here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you can catch them. It's it's a lot harder in the wintertime or when it's colder out, but... um. Yeah, there's really you can't go wrong being in this area. No, not at all. What what do you think? So when we sit down and we do this interview next, I mean, we've already interview podcast next. Um, what do you think? Where do you think we're gonna be? Because honestly, it'll probably be closer to about a year from now. Yeah. We'll sit down and we'll talk about life at the shop again. Cause you know, it it's fun and we talk about it being our dream and all, but Let's be honest. It's like any other job, man. It's hard work. Like yeah. it's, it's early mornings. Like we talked about, you're getting out late um, to get everything up and running and get everything in the store and get this place going in two months. Like we did. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's been a ride yeah. and it's been, it's been tough work, but obviously it's been rewarding and yeah. it's getting us to where, I, where we want to. Like when we sit down and see this next, I, I 
I can foresee us having, you know, a bunch of salmon stuff in here one year from now, you know, anything you need for trolling in, in the rivers. Uh, I see us having a lot more musky stuff in here. Yeah. I see you and I having, I see you having your first year of charter experience under your belt, obviously. Um, I'll be another year into it. And I, I just think, I think the connections, I think the biggest thing is the connections that we make in a year. Yeah. That's been the one thing that surprised me through this whole journey is, you know, it's not easy. Like, you know, you know, as well as I do that it's like, it's constant work. Even when you're not working, you're working. And like, like you said, if someone comes in and it's like, Hey, you know, you're sitting around or, Hey, you're on your phone. Like, you know, there's a lot of work in between that. And that's, yeah. but that's what makes it anybody that's successful at anything knows that, you know, yeah. tournament fishermen know that charter fishermen know that, uh, shit, man, business people, lawyers, like if you put your nose to the pavement and you grind, it's, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. Yeah. It's, it was a long process to get here. We still have a long ways to go, but a long way. It's going to be, it's cool. It's cool to see everything, how it grows, where we started, where you think you're going to be. And I don't know. I think it's cool to be a part of. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, you know, being a small bait shop, uh, limits you on how much you can grow. And like we talked about, this is it. You know, we don't plan on expanding. We don't plan on opening another one in the future. Like this is, you know, this is hook one. We're going to run our charters out of here. Um, And it'll be interesting to see how it grows. Cause I'm guessing every inch of this wall will be covered in pegboard by the time we're done. Yeah. Just because there's just so much man, bucktails, uh, I want to get some Ziggy baits in here. You yeah. know what I mean? For those musky guys that you're not going to sell a ton of them, but for the guys that know what they are, they're like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, we're going to have a ton of crankbaits and jigs and crawler harnesses and plastics and stuff. But I want to get, you know, I'm going to let you open up a little bit into the smallmouth. And, yeah, you know, we got some people. That's the other thing, man. We got to find some people to work. Yeah, we, we definitely need more people. We got to find not a lot more people. It's it's I enjoy being in here, so I don't. I mean, my time in here is fun, but me and Pete want to do so much stuff. I mean, we barely fish together. One of us barely fish always, at all. Yeah, one of us is always working. So, and honestly, though, I you know you wouldn't re- you wouldn't want it any other way because no. you want to make sure it gets done. We it was cool that we came together because we had a super similar vision on where we wanted to go. Yeah, you know, it didn't take much. Like the first time I talked to you on the phone ever. First time I ever talked to you on the phone, you know, it was easy enough for me to be like, hey, this is what I want to do. Are you in or not? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, what time do you want me to be there tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, and it's it like, was, no doubt. Yeah, it, it kind of clicked right away. But it's, it's been fun. Yeah, man, it's been fun. It's been stressful. Definitely you know? stressful. Frustrating but, uh, sometimes. Yeah, frustrating for sure. But it is, like I said, it is going to be super, super exciting. I mean, man, we want to have kayaks and stuff. So, yeah, it's. it's I'd rather be here. We're not, rambling. Yeah, I'd rather be here and not be fishing than have a normal nine to five job and not be fishing, just looking at the water. It's a lot easier to stare at baits all day and do your research than stare at a computer and wish you were on the water. That's it. I'm glad. I, I guess that's the way I want to end this is I'm glad that I made the jump to do it. Yeah. And I didn't sure. hesitate. And that's like, I still, like we talked about, I still got my second job. Yeah. Um, Or my really my main job that I was doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it's great. I love it. But this is what I've always wanted to do. Um, and I haven't regretted it. And I know this is something that you've always wanted to do. Yeah. And I don't think you're really looking back at working 
16 hour days and all that yeah. stuff when we can just sit here and do this? No, as like I said, it's living the dream. Everything I've wanted to do is kind of happening. And it's kind of, it's kind of cool to see that what I thought I was going to be doing as a kid, I'm actually doing now. For sure. So, Hey guys, I want to end this, um, doing something a little different. Louie and I talked about this a little bit and we really want to thank you guys that are actually tuning in and listening to these things all the way through and not just hitting play and hitting download. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to do a little giveaway and we're basically, I'm just going to give away a $25 gift card to the shop. You can spend it online. You can spend it here. Um, you can spend it in the store. If you're not from around here, you can give me a shout and we can, uh, you know, I can FaceTime around the shop and show you the products and make sure you get your stuff. But we really appreciate you all tuning in and liking our stuff and sharing our stuff and subscribing like y'all have. It means a lot to us. And <clears throat> excuse me, my throat's dry. Um, it means a lot to us. And honestly, we plan on taking this thing pretty far and as far as it can go. Um, but we want to say thank you to our the OGs, you know. Yeah, for sure. You know, the people that have supported us this whole time. Um, so I'll tell you what. Shoot me in. How should we do this? Should we do it over email? Um, shoot me an email. Yeah. You're going to shoot me an email at patsalis10 at gmail.com. It's P A T S A L I S, the number 10 at gmail.com. Just put in there that it's the podcast giveaway and guess the number one through 100. I've already gotten one written down. Well, shit, let's do one through 1,000. Yeah. We're going to do one through 1,000. And I'm going to have a number written down. Email me in your guess. Tell me how you guys like the show. Tell me if y'all appreciate it. Tell me if y'all have shared it. Um, like we said, it means the world to us because we really want to take this somewhere and, and do a lot, not just for ourselves, but do a lot for everyone else out there. Help the fishermen um, and all you guys out there. And we'll continue to do giveaways like this. We'll continue to hide them in our podcast, um, usually at the end. And that way you got to either search for it or yeah. listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we really do appreciate it. So thank you guys. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, Louie, tell them what they got to do. Like, share, and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. Remember, patsalis10 at gmail.com. Um, if you really can't figure out my email, shoot me a thing on my Facebook Messenger and just say, hey, podcast giveaway, shoot me a number. I will make sure you all get in there. I'll make sure you're all taken care of. And we can't wait to see you on the next episode. Have a great day and tight lines. Thank you.